When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, if you'd like a copy of my best-selling first book, Tales of a First-Round Nothing, head on over to ecwpress.com. If you'd like a copy of my second book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to www.flankerpress.com. If you'd like either copy personalized, just add a note. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and happy reading. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Tales with TR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan Jr. Good to be with you today. And uh, we are off, myself and the rest of the Big Deal Selects are off to Buffalo on Thursday, this being Tuesday. Thanks a lot, by the way, to Corey Hirsch, my guest last week. Real, real powerful at times interview and, you know, intriguing, funny, all of that. He was, uh, the guy has had an interesting life, to say the least. You want to talk focus and, uh, you know, I guess adversity, mental adversity to, to overcome all that. And, uh, well, physical adversity too, being a goalie, but you know what I mean? Corey's has overcome a lot, has come a long way. And, uh, the more he opens up, the more he inspires people all over can well, all over the world. I had just a few messages regarding our conversation and people, uh, I, I just assume at this point, everybody knows Corey and his cause and his battle with OCD very public. I mean, he has a book out about it, but a lot of people, you know, just really were finding out about it through my pod for one reason or another. And, uh, yeah, the guy's a champion, man, literally a champion and, uh, a fantastic teammate leader, whatever you want to call it. So thanks again, Corey. And I will add to that busy as fuck. So thanks. Um, like I said, members of the media, I find this time of year especially, or playoffs, not always the best time to ask them to come on, but uh, he was he was game. Thanks again, Corey. Okay, Chicklets Cup. I keep, you know, and I, I appreciate everybody who 
sends messages and hopes to be on the team. But look, uh, I I have enough good friends. I got a lot of experience in the ball hockey world. I'm not. I'm sure there's some great players, but I, I can't evaluate like 800 messages. And when I just know in the back, you know, I'm, I'm real experienced at ball hockey, if nothing else. And I just over all the years and the friends I made, the teams I've played on, I'm pretty confident that I have a decent group going down. No space killer, as they say. I'm sure he's going to have a good team too, right? But here, here, here's. So people want to know my beef. I really, at first, there was really no beef with no space. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to the Chicklets Cup. Just a quick Google search. Watch a YouTube video or two. Uh, our arch nemesis. When I say our, it's uh, I play for the Big Deal Selects for the Chicklets, Spitting Chicklets podcast team. So it's me, Biz Nasty, the two uh, on the bench boys, Jacob Bardown and Oli Postonen. So those, those are the media guys that play on our team that I believe got waxed the first them, and, and, and they had RA and net. They had a few. I wasn't there. It was in Detroit, but I guess those faces team walked off with it. But then Biz found, found out that I played ball hockey at a high level. Now, I know Teddy Purcell is their buddy, and Teddy won a national championship with us in 2010. It was a great moment here in Newfoundland. The building was packed. The last two, three minutes of the game, they were singing the ode to Newfoundland. Um, real, real powerful stuff. It was awesome. So I don't know if Teddy or Teddy might have mentioned it, somebody. Because, again, in the, in the ball hockey world, not the street hockey chicklets version, but in the ball hockey world, the ISBHF, and to some degree, the WBHF. I played in both, but more ISBHF, the International Street and Ball Hockey Association. And they only say street because that's what some teams in Europe, it's not street hockey in that we go out and play on the street. It's all in uh, regulation, at least size arenas, right? Like hockey, ice hockey, it's no different. The rules are almost exactly the same, except, you know, there are, of course, small outliers, but uh, the biggest one to me is uh, you gain the blue line and you can bring it back to the red line. So the whole, so when you, if you gain, if you're on sides and you bring it in the zone, now the D can stay back or anybody can stay back towards the red line and the whole offensive zone becomes, or the whole half the rink becomes the offensive zone. That's the biggest difference. And I've been playing that. My first world championship was in 2003. My first provincial championship at 14. It's big. It's a big sport here. I never really thought I'd go beyond that, nationals or worlds. But when hockey ended early, Team Canada came calling, and I could run the same. The, the, the high ankle sprain that still kind of affects me in ice hockey never really bothered me in, in ball hockey. So without getting into the whole story of it, I've been playing. 2003 was my first Worlds with Canada. I didn't deserve to be on that team, to be honest. Uh, but the coach... George Gortzos had faith and uh, tells me to this day that that one was for the future. He said, I wanted you to see, I knew you were capable. I wanted you to see what was possible out there if you put your mind to it. So then 03, we won it. 05, we did, but I I was injured. I don't even know I was part of the team. I don't consider that a world championship. In 07, we won it. We won the Worlds. 09, uh, we lost in epic fashion. In 13, we uh, we got, oh no, in 11, sorry, the, so I'm going somewhere with this, the silver medal in Bratislava. 
in 13, we had the bronze here. Um, that was when Justin Pender of the Big Deal Selects went nuts and took like a decade-long suspension. Just honestly, YouTube this stuff. It's quicker than if I explain it. But that'll be there. Justin Pender, ball hockey, definitely pop up. It went viral. It was pretty crazy what happened. Anyway, all those years. So see what I mean? It's every second year. And then the Nationals are every year. So for more than 20 years, I've been going to a national tournament every year. Some of you guys follow me on Instagram. And you saw when I was in St. John, New Brunswick, just about a month, ooh, two months ago, that was the Nationals. A month ago in Buffalo, that was the Worlds. One is Team Newfoundland, one's Team Canada. So I go to the Worlds every second year. This time, the Masters. Since 18, I've been playing the Masters version of that, which is over 34. Anyway, a lot of international and national competition. So... I just come to know a lot of people in and around the game. And in Newfoundland, we happen to have a huge representation on Team Canada. We're good, right? So it's not like I'm just, we're playing flag football and I'm taking four of my buddies because they're my buddies. I can legit take Newfoundlanders. I will do it every time. Of course, especially buddies. I mean, I'll take buddies first and foremost. But if those can be from Newfoundland, I can get a bit of exposure to our ball hockey players who have a huge presence on, on the world scene. I'm going to do that, Okay. And, you know, the other people that I picked, these aren't just randoms. I'll tell you the team I got this year. I'm, I'm saying this, in other words, I appreciate people sending me messages, but I, I pretty much know who I'm going to take, you know, before we go. So this year, now we got Connor Donahue coming back, right? Now Connor, Connor actually hurt his rotator cuff. He didn't do much all summer, but been riding the bike for a month. And I know he's an athlete. He'll get back. He'll get the swing of things. But Connor played con man, right? He played with us last time. The last Chicklets Cup was a year and almost a half ago. In June, late June, I believe, in Buffalo, same place we're going. Well, Connor, a month after that, July of 22, won a world championship with Canada. The first one that the Canadian men open division had won since we did it in, in 07. It's a big deal. Uh, so Connor played there, right? So I'm taking Connor. Kevin Reed. My, my buddy from here that plays with Connor on a national level many times and also played for Team Canada, right? 29, 30 years old, uh, right? The prime of it. Kevin Reed, I'm taking, right? So there, I got Penders back. Okay, I'm back. Jeremy Bishop, Biz calls, calls him troll. Well, Bish is back, but Bish and I have played together pretty much our whole, you know, again, at the, at the, the Nationals this year, I played with Bish at the Worlds. We won. Uh, I, I I was our leading scorer, I think 14 points. I think Bish had 12, right? It's always like that. Like one of us gets two or three more than the other, like line mates do. But we've been rolling for a long time. Bish and I have two world championships, you know, a bunch of silvers on a national level. So I'm going to take him, right? It's my buddy. I'm playing with him. Um, we got Bobby Hauser, right? Now, some of you see him play first tournament we had in Vegas, he was wearing a jersey with Esky on it. It was the wrong jersey. But it's Hauser, Bobby Hauser. He's he's one of the best international players I've ever seen. I played against him for a long time. Won and lost on epic levels. We just beat them. Bobby, He's he was on Team USA that we won with Canada in Buffalo in the shootout. I was talking about a little while ago. Bobby was on that team. He's one of their best players, if not their best. Well, his right-hand man, literally, 
that shoots right, that's played on his line for as long as me, me and Bish played together. Denny Schlegel would pl- also played on that team. They're, they're, those guys played unreal. They, they really did. Well, I got Schlegel picked up, right? So I've got goalie. Um, our guy Evan Mosher couldn't make it. So I took Aaron Keela. Aaron played for the Mid-Brampton Midnight Express, one of the better goalies in Canada. They won the national championship. Uh, big guy, taller, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, maybe. From what I saw, I mean, I saw him from a distance. I, I don't know. Aaron, he's the only guy on our team. I don't know. I played against him and watched him and scouted him. So I know he's good. Um. So who is it? That That's it. So we got Pender. Oh, Jack Keel. Jack plays on the uh, Team Canada, the under-22 division, was one of their leading scorers this, this year. It's a bright future. Watched him all the way up, play ice hockey from just up the road in immaculate shape and one of the better players in Canada. Happens to be from Newfoundland. But there you go, right? So you got Connor, Kevin, me, Bish, Pender, Connor, Kevin Reed, Pender, Jack Keough. Oh, Hauser, Schlegel. Right? And it's just, so it's just, we're not, and I love that people sent me messages, but, you know, I'm not going to dig much deeper than that. Well, that's it, because those are the players we have, right? And and then we've got the on-the-bench guys. So Bish, or sorry, Biz, Jacob Bardown, and Oli Poston. Now, they played pretty well last time. For I mean, if you think about it, we lost by one goal to, in the championship and I mean, the boys played pretty regular. So I mean, they're getting better. You know, we're, they're, they're, it's an all-star tournament out there of all world-class players. So that, well, first of all, that would be it with the guys I mentioned. Then we add those three and uh, you know, they were really kind of held their own for what, what I expected. Uh, so, you know, it was competitive last time I expected to be, I like going, and the other reason, I like going with most of the guys I mentioned, I've taken already to the Chicklets Cup, right? And I'm not reaching too far outside the box to take, like, Connor's line mate, who played a, a national tournaments with me, like I said, played on Canada. Like, these are people I have a direct knowledge of and are friends, other than Aaron Keela, and I played against him. I think he's a formidable opponent. It's not like there was no contact. Someone just recognized, recommended him. Now, look, it's nothing against no space, but this is the problem I had last time with it. Well, problem is the wrong word. But people were like, why'd you get so mad? Well, the first time I came across, so the fr- I'm going all over the place when I'm trying to explain this, but there was a Chicklets Cup in 2021. That's the one we weren't at in Detroit. No space and then walked over everybody. So the reason I got the call going back to the story I started to explain was because Biz knew that I, I guess someone told him that I played on the national level. I had experience, international level. And I said, come down. So I brought some of those guys I just mentioned down. And, uh, you know, they're all, my all, all of these guys were in my immediate list at the beginning. It's just, you can only take so many. But like I said, I try to go with my buddies, like people that otherwise I'm just making up a team. It's not very much fun to go down there and just with people I don't know to play against no space and his buddies. So that's it. I went down and his buddies now we're off Team USA. They're pretty good. Um, and I knew I'd like I'm like I would have known if he won a world championship in the USA as long as I've been there. No space hasn't. 
right? So I knew this going down. So I said, fuck, we, I know all, we all must have come across them at some point. I don't remember them. But, you know, they couldn't have been that mesmerizing. So now they're, I'm not saying they're not very good, but I just knew going down to Vegas, this was 2022, January, okay, after the after the one in the summer in Detroit that they got blown out. So we go down. Now, we didn't have a goalie, but we did make the final. Probably the toughest game we played were guys from Toronto. They're Niagara War Pigs, I think they are, at the Nationals. They had a team down there, and we kind of got lucky beating them. But we had uh, Trevor Gretzky in that, not really a goalie. I mean, he's a shortstop in, in baseball, a professional one, too. He's a good baseball player, but, you know, not a goalie. We need – and I was telling Biz, and we, so we tried three or four people out. I, I can't remember. They had a buddy down there, and he'd never – he was a goalie, but he'd never played ball hockey before. So it's tough to go against some experienced players. But So we lost that one, but having seen what I saw, this would again been again January 2022 or February – Having seen that, I knew that I'm like, I'm going to get Evan Mosier. I'm going to bring Bish wasn't at that first one. These are my buddies. I'm not stepping too far out of bounds here. I'm going to bring down a team that's going to beat them. And what happened was, and that, so that was in Buffalo. It would have been in happening in June 22. Okay. So. Just so you, if anybody's keeping score, there was a Chicklets Cup, summer 21. We didn't play in it. Chicklets got smoked. They asked us to go in. January, or sorry, February 22, which was just a year and a half ago. We get the call. We make the final. We lose. I think it was like, say, 15 to 9 or something. Like, we we had 9. You know, like, we were, we were good. It was just we had no goalie. And I'm not... Turns going in, they were never played before. So it was great that we did what we did. and But seeing what I saw, I'm like, okay, we just got to add a goalie being Mosher. And when's the next one? Biz says, okay, it's in six months. So that would have been June or July 22 being the last one. Okay, the third. This will be the fourth we're going to in two days. This would have been the third one. So I added some guys. Again, my friends that are on my team. It's not like I went and just called random people from the world. Would have been, I thought, on Sportsmanlike. So and I called James Chicky Mentis, and he was one of the legends of all time. If you watch Chicklet's Cup, you saw me kind of laying into him at the end. We were really arguing with each other. Well, we've got world championships together. We've got national silvers. We've played together a long time. I love and respect James Chicky Mentis. Uh, so, yes, we got into it after, but here's what happened. So say the tournament this being the third one coming after we lost in in vegas in the summer being the last chicklets cup just over a year ago so i called chicky and i said why don't you put together a team and i'll put together a team and one of us is going to have the knockoff no space that's what's going to happen so i said start with jordan crocker it's a guy that so chicky was co he was taking his team that had been he coaches midnight brampton express brampton midnight express that have won the last few three of like the last five national championships they won this year okay so and i know who plays there and sometimes you know there's the odd time i'll play with these guys at like a national event or whatever we'll pick one of them up if their team doesn't go to nationals, right? If they lose the Ontario say, and I'll take a few of them to play with Newfoundland, you're allowed to do that. Newfoundland is you got a province with a population less than X 
amount, you get to pick up a player or two or three, whatever it is. We usually go with Newfoundlanders, but we've picked up players like Jordan Crocker, who Chicky was the first person that he picked to play with this team in Buffalo. So I was like, okay, I said to the boys, we're going to run into Jordan Crocker and uh, a bunch of those other guys that are from Brampton Midnight Express. They're going to be really good. I don't know if we can beat them. Sorry, I know we can beat them. I don't know if we will. They're very good and they're young. Most of them are in their 20s. We're all experienced. I said, we can count. We definitely have more rings, but at you know, that's just because we're older. These guys are doing what we were doing at their age. It was kind of, I don't know, it had a Rocky Six feel to it, but I knew we could do it. And like I said, we got Biz and the other and the other two, Jacob Bardown and Ole Poston in. They're playing a third of the game and they're not ball hockey players. So I knew we had that against us too. Like I'm not knocking them, I'm just saying, right? You're picking the best of the best. Nine players on nine. If three of ours don't play, you know, very much, certainly not on that level. Um, then I knew we were kind of up against it. So, you know, there was a reason I took guys I did. I'm like, these are the best. What the, and, and I knew Pender back there would be a horse. And, uh, you know, his shot's dangerous from anywhere on that three-on-three court. So that was a good pickup. But anyway, so I called Chicky and he put together that team. So when we went to the tournament, I was thinking one of us got to beat Nose Face. You know, I think like Shorzy says, you got to hate to lose more than you love to win. I think Biz was looking at it like I'm behind the scenes. I know I can see what he wants. He wants Nose Face to lose. I think that was more important to him. The first that then us winning and us winning is right there. But Nose Face losing was big to him. So I that's why I. I said, Chicky, I mean, you guys got a fucking rock star of a team. Hopefully we meet each other in the finals. One of us wins. May the best team win. That's what happened. And then we get there and we hear no space isn't going. And we're like, oh, fuck. Fuck, this was it. I said, I know what he had coming. Like one of these teams I was hoping would have beat him. Now, was it a guarantee? No, no space is good. Fuck, don't get me fucking wrong. And his buddies are good. They can be any team at any time. I just knew this time was the best prepared we'd possibly been. And the team from the other side, Chicky Mentis and the Brampton boys, they were ready to go. Now, no space was he was having a child. His wife was having a child um, that week. And he said he couldn't come. But then anyway, the night before the finals, this is the last one, um, Biz says, well, now he's coming. He can come. And we'll just have him join that team. And it was right before the semis. I'm like, I know they're going to win the semis. Now we're, like I said, now we're into it, Biz. Now he's joining one of the teams that I had made sure came here to try to beat his team. I said, now, all I can tell you is that the team knows based on played on before. This is what I thought. I wouldn't take any different players, right? We're all world-class, but I'm like, this is a lot different, right? You want, I thought you wanted us to beat no spaces team. And I felt pretty good about that. Now you're saying no space is joining the very team I added to beat him. These are guys that some of them I selected for teams before. Hand-picked. Jordan Crocker was 16 years old. He was my roommate. The first roommate he had at the Nationals in Ottawa like eight, nine years ago. Um, I ended up slashing him during the game, too. I didn't mean to. Whacked him. Well, I mean, obviously I meant to, but I didn't mean to do it so hard. Um, but anyway. So then they fucking beat us, and they beat us by one. We nearly did it. We were up most of the game, and I believe the last 
goal or two. The one that broke it open was my fault. I remember that, just giving it up. And I'm like, I'm in no man's land. I went down to block it. And I just knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And Moshe was standing on his head. He was due to let one in. But it was my fault. It's it. It's my fault. So at the end of it, I'm like, fuck, man. And I know in my head, knowing the team that we just played and that we're using three guys who don't play ball hockey and no space join them rather than the other team. I'm knowing all these things going, fuck, man, we nearly did it. In my mind, anybody that knows ball hockey and knows the way those teams went would give us fucking bar tab just for coming close. Would be thrilled. If there was a reporter that actually followed it all, not that there ever will be, this is a silly chick that's, you know, cup ball hockey, you know, street hockey, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, I mean, I'm kind of selling it short, though. Of course, there are people that know. I don't want to put down the game, the very game that we love. But you know what I mean. No one's following game to game, tournament to tournament, like you would the Montreal Canadiens or some shit. So I'm going. Now, my buddies at home, they did know, I suppose. Steve Power used to run Canadian ball hockey. Um, you know, I don't know. Everybody from my dad to my buddies, ex-teammates that are watching, they do know the difference. And they're like, fuck, man, you guys nearly did it. But to everybody else, else, no space beat you again. And I'm like, fuck, no space doesn't even know these guys. I mean, I guess playing against them at Worlds, and he knew them a little bit, but it just wasn't the plan. It wasn't, it wasn't what I had seen. I put the team together to go down and beat him and his buddies. So now, but, but you know, whatever. I also understand circumstances did change. It's not like he... You know, his wife did have a kid that week. That wasn't a lie. So I guess it was just bad timing for me and everybody else that wanted to whoop him. But um, you got to give him credit and give them credit. Those guys that beat us were still a great fucking team. And uh, no pushovers whatsoever. I mean, we're a lot of experience in our room and talent and everything. But we just fell short. And that's why I snapped. I was so fucking pissed because I'm like, this, you know, no space. This isn't really a rematch, right? This is me and you rematch, but you've joined a fucking wagon. So now we ended up talking after that. I had no space on my pod. Uh, and it re I got to be honest, man. I know Biz makes a thing of it. And that's pretty real. Biz gets in his face and fucking they're always at it. But no space is a decent guy. Yeah, and, and to say he's better than a decent player. I think I said decent earlier. No, he's better than that. He's good. Uh, and in that very worlds I was telling you about, that Connor. So after the Chicklets Cup last time, that was, I think, late June 21 or 22, sorry. Well, a month after that, late July 22, that's when Canada won the Worlds, and uh, Connor was on that team. Well, Noseface was on the bronze team, right, USA. So it's a matter of bounces. I'm not saying he sucks, man. He's good. But the way that they were just hyping him up and then the circumstances that went down that nobody was privy to, that kind of got me fucking worked up a bit. But um, really, most of it and the stuff they get on camera, I mean, we're hamming it up a little bit. You know, I don't really hate Noseface. But we do want to win. I mean, the competitive part, the ball hockey stuff, all of that's real for those wondering. None of that's for the camera. And it just by fluke, we made the final. There wouldn't be no story. There wouldn't be any great storyline if we didn't make the final, right? Now we did, 
twice, but there's lots of teams. There's four divisions, right? I forget of like four at least teams. So, if not more. So, for the fact, and there's lots of great ball hockey players there. Like I said, like along the way, we were running into teams that I recognized from going to these major tournaments across the world and in, in national and international tournaments. And like a couple were close. I mean, we lost one last time in the round robin. We lost one, right? And that could have happened again. Like it just so happens that both teams that needed to win for Chicklet's purposes got into the final. So, um, I mean, who knows if that'll even happen again. Hopefully it does. I can tell you this. I hope, like I always say, made the best team win. I know no space is going back this time with his buddies, so this is a bit better of a representation of the uh, the rematch that needed to happen last time. But if they win, they win. If he beats us with his regular team and uh, there's no excuses now, then I'll be the first to shake his hand, tip my hat. I really will. And, uh, you know, I'm assuming we'll be out then. If we win, it's going to give more life to our team for the near future. But I just don't see how we can lose three in a row, even though the circumstances, especially in the first one, that stung because we did have nine goals. But that's it. I can sit here, man. Like, it clearly bothers me, right? It clearly bothers me. Losing bothers me, but, you know, no space doesn't bother me as more than any other opponent. That's the truth. Um, when we get down there, we'll work it up, me and Biz and, and all the boys. And I'm sure we will be reminded and remind everybody else of the rivalry that exists. But I swear to you, I'm not. If we lose, I'm not going to try to keep pushing it. Maybe the Maybe it can go somewhere else. Maybe I can get drafted out to a team, something like that. I'm not sure, but. If uh, if he beats us, like I said, I'll shake his hand, tip my hat, and ride off into the sunset. He beat us three times, no space. And uh, cheers to you. But, uh, you know, I got to think as an opponent, as the captain of the big deal selects, that's not going to happen. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with promo code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, the crown is yours. Again, that's promo code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Blue Jays start tonight. Major League Baseball 
who do I think is going to win? I had a few messages. Who do you think? Uh, I, I, a couple messages. What's going to be the best wild card series? Man, I don't know. I'm watching the Jays. I do think the uh, the Texas Rangers Tampa intrig- intrigues me because Tampa are lights out, and they got some a great. I don't know where it's rated in baseball, but they've got a great depth in pitching. They really do. Their starters and their bullpen, like, I don't know. And and the Rangers, though, the thing about the Rangers, I don't think their pitching is as good, but I think their batting is. And guys like Marcus Simeon go on a roll, and it's like I saw it with the Jays, and it happened this year. Yeah, Texas are streaky, but when they're streaking up, they're just knocking balls out of the ballpark. They're stealing bases. You know, generally, they'll win 7-4, to four, say. I don't think their pitching is as good. But I just think that's intriguing. Outside of the Jays series now. Uh, the Jays series. Minnesota Twins, for those who don't know, have lost 18, 18 playoff games in a row. That's crazy. It's abysmal. It's I've never heard of it. Playoff games in a row, not games. So you're good enough to get in the playoffs each time, which puts you in the upper half of the league. Yet you can't etch out one win in like a wild card series. Ah, man, it's fucking crazy. But that's the case. And you might say, well, Terry, all the guys in the room weren't there for all those losses. I know they weren't. Most of them weren't there for the large majority of them. Some of them weren't there for any of them. But still... That hangs over your head. I don't care. It might be a team stat that goes back farther than these players experience, but I do not care that hangs over your head. Now, if you get a win the first game, now it changes everything and it gives you all the momentum and those 18 games are erased. But I don't know. The Jays go in. They got Gosman on the mound. I got no reason not to have ultra confidence in him. My only question with the Jays, can they get the hits? Uh, that's it. And you would you would never think it. At the beginning of the year, you would have thought the other way around. If I told you Alec Manoa, their number one pitcher, had the ball in his hand on the first day of the year, he isn't going to be a factor. We don't even know what he's doing. He's fishing in Nebraska somewhere. He's not even in the minors. He's gone. If I told you that, they would just lose arguably their number one ace. Well, he was. Wasn't that arguably? He was. He got the ball. He was in the All-Star game last year. He had the ball on opening day. Now, we don't even know where he is. If I told you all that, and I said that you say Kikuchi, who couldn't fucking throw a strike last year to save his life, he'd come back and have a good year? And this Barrios wasn't very good last year at all. I don't remember his stats. He wasn't very good. He's come back to show why they signed him. Hey, I'll take this every year. That Ryu fella was injured, came back doing all right. Their fucking Bassett is on fire. Their bullpen is way better than I thought. Questions with Romano recently, but they're closer. But anyway, I I have confidence in that part from the Jays' perspective. Even Gosman, right? Fuck, you know, he would have had a lot more wins. He he pitch and they'd lose like two to one and and three to nothing and stuff. Like you know, the guy pitched. Great, he had he had good stats. They would have been better if the Jays could get a hit when he was up. Now you look at guys like Vladimir Guerrero and Bo Bichette and Jerry Springer. Oh God, and and, and Matt Chapman and Kermeyer. I mean, these guys are vets. The first three guys I mentioned should carry it. But you know, Alexander Kirk was a all star last year. Matt Chapman started this year hitting three ninety for like two months. 
like a large sample size. What are you going to do with Davis Schneider, the super rookie who came in and knocked eight homers and probably the best debut in the history? Well, I think it was technically over like four or five games. I remember they said it was the best debut in the history of the majors. Got guys like him on the bench. Like, I don't know. To me, there's an offensive explosion waiting to happen with the Jays, but you always feel like that. It's 162 games in now, and it's felt like that all year, and there's times it happens, but there's times it's not. And what I'm scared is I can say that about any team, but when it doesn't happen for the Jays, they go cold. They go icy cold. Icy cold. And if that icy cold, if they were still getting walks and they had guys like, who's that, Acuna Jr., is it? 70 or 80 bases stolen. It might be a little different, but I don't know. I, I don't, you know, they're not known for their, what? They're not known for their tendency to come back late. So I hope they don't get down. Uh, but other years they were, and this year, the, the other thing, I, I don't think they really lived up to expectations. Uh, so maybe that's a good thing. Last year, I, I know they were still considered a little bit young. It was good. They had a team that could challenge for it, but everybody was saying next year they're all going to be in their prime. They're going to be a little bit better. And last year's epic. They were up 8-1 to one and lost. 8-1 to fucking one in the deciding game and lost. God damn. That's just epic. That's I mean, that's as far as Toronto sports disasters go, I'm putting that ahead of the Bruins 4-1 to one comeback. There, what was it, nine or ten years ago in Leafland? Anyway, so what have I told you? Nothing, but I'm cheering for the Jays. Uh, I, but I really think it's a flip of a coin. It could go either way. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter what Gosman does if they don't get a hit. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it just seems like they're anticlimactic. It, it, it just, if you're a Jays fan, you remember 2015-16, them going with uh, Encarnacion and Bautista. Most did they have Tulowitzki, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, they were... Uh, remember that, yeah. And they... I don't know. Even though that team didn't ultimately win, there was more exciting moment, moments. I just had more confidence in them. Maybe it was they were older. I was younger. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but that... In 15, 16, I didn't have as much doubt. It could be just the fan in me saying, okay, we're back in the playoffs. Let's get it done. But in any case, I'll be watching every single pitch tonight. And uh, looking forward. I don't know what my guess is going to be tomorrow. I'm not sure. I got two or three options. I, I forgot that I was leaving on Thursday. So I will be, uh, I'm just going to call someone uh, tonight. Try to set something up. It might be a guest that's back, get their playoff baseball predictions. Maybe Ken Reed, something like that. Uh, but anyway, shows up on YouTube now. So I keep getting asked that. But uh, it's not every episode that I'm doing like this. My solo episodes, I'm recording this now on Zoom. Put it in a package, send it off. Hockey Podcast Network will have it produced for you by tonight. In a package, Bob's your uncle. But. When I do the one-on-one -on -one interviews, I like to do it now on uh, YouTube. And I've explained that before, that some people like to see it on YouTube, but they're not really aware that it's out there. 
now I can see it. And I do like having my guests there speaking to them and being able to see them. There is something different. I'd prefer a studio. So maybe someday um, I'm going to do, you know, get a, get a local studio. And uh, cause there's enough people visiting town. All of my guests don't have to be in the studio, but a lot of them can, you know, a lot of them can. So that's that. And the Jason Greger show has been going awesome. Uh, those who, Still don't know about it. I'm hosting the Jason Greger show on Edmonton Sports 1440. It can be seen at Oilers Nation on YouTube, uh, also under OilersNation.com. And uh, I host on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Alberta time, it would be when? 3 to 5 or 3 to 6. Sometimes on for the extra hour, but always 3 to 5, right before the work bell rings to signal the end of the day. For most people uh, in Newfoundland, that is 6.30 to 8.30. So that's that. And uh, I'll be back in just a couple of days with another episode. Like I said, I don't know the guest yet, but I promise you someone interesting. And if you're downtown St. John's, you want to go for a beer, do it at the Bull and Barrel, Trinity Pub, TJ's Pub, Greensleeves Pub, Rob Roy Confusion or the Martini Bar. If you're going to go for a bite to eat, why not do it at Merchant Tavern, Blue on Water, or Wedgwood Cafe. Wedgwood Cafe also. For all your catering needs, contact Peter Wedgwood. If you want strength and balance for the body and mind, look no further than Power Conditioning. We're on Rope Walk Lane. Power Conditioning. Ryan Power. Look him up. Successful trainer. Unbelievable guy. Strength and balance for the body and mind. If you're looking... To go to Mr. Lube, there's two locations here in St. John's, Newfoundland. One is on Torbay Road, one's on Camel Road. Live, laugh, lube. Of course, of course, Pitbull Pain Relief, the pain sticks that just don't quit. Go to pitbullpainrelief.com and see what all the fuss is about. True Hockey Take, what's yours? I'll be back in just a couple of days with more Tales with TR. Catch you on the road.